I'm Raina. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them and we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Welcome to season four, episode nine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Feeling fine on episode nine. Oh, but is it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's but find out. But first, let's do let's our crack them. Oh, all right. Cheers. Hooray. Cheers. Nice. All right. We're here. We're back. We're Just back. The two of us. I've missed it. <laughs> I know. I love guest episodes, but it is nice to be back. Just the two of us. Yeah. Old school style. Actually drinking a claw, not a fuzzy water. Or yeah. actually, I'm drinking a topo. <laughs> Same Megan's thing. moved on to topos. I'm still on the claw action. <laughs> but yeah, it feels good to be back. Just. Mono e mono. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking about something that we've been wanting to discuss for a while now. Um, we haven't really done a mental health um, episode? episode or check in or anything. And I can't even think how long. Yeah. We haven't done one about our own selves yeah. since episode two of the first season of course we've like talked it's a topic that comes up a lot in yeah other conversations and with guests but we haven't done a like how you doing brain and heart and spirit (laughs) in in a while yeah and we decided to call this episode it's fine because why because it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. This is Rena's. Um, this is Rena's catchphrase. It's like my racket, I think. Uh huh. I mean, it's like it's a funny thing between me and my sister. Like we should get a shirt that sh- said "It's fine." Because- yeah, maybe your next sister tattoo is "It's fine." <laughs> but the thing is, the more that you're saying "It's fine," like the less fine. It is. That's such a tell when you're like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There was one night a few, maybe a month ago where we were out where I heard you say it's fine like 15 times. And I was like, oh no, I don't, I think she's doing bad, but this isn't the right setting to to ask, you know? Yeah. But, oh no. Yeah. I mean, I think the more you say it, the more you like stuff it on down in there and then it just bubbles and bubbles until it, you overflow with it mm-hmm. at some point. It's going to get you at some yep. point. Yes. Um, I mean, I've definitely been working on trying to, like, listen to those feelings and um, work through them. But to be honest, like, I just haven't had, like, the energy, I feel like, to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially since the move and everything, since we've moved yeah. to L.A. And just trying to get, like life shit together yeah well it's been seven months now yeah and it's like it's way more overwhelming than it maybe seemed like it would be at first like I don't know about you but I feel a lot of times and a lot of days like I'm just trying to catch up Mm -hmm. or like I still can't catch up like I don't understand how it's November I think I texted you yesterday like my brain and my body still think it's August like yeah what's going on yeah where did time go and so yeah it's like it's there's no time to catch your breath no it's weird and so like just trying to get those things in order you know like apartment work life you know and then just like trying to like there's no time I feel Mm -hmm. like there's no time to like for the meditation, for the self check-ins, for, but then, but then like, there is also times where no, my fucking body will like make time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like out of nowhere, I'll just feel like shit or like not move from the couch or maybe that's why, because I don't feel like I have any time. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, do, it's you, do you feel like clouded. you've gone into like shutdown almost? Like sometimes your body actually like physically shuts down, like you get your claw hands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like sometimes our bodies are just like, they just, it go, we go into 
shutdown mode. Yeah. When there's just nothing left in the in the tank. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been an adjustment, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. I was just kind of reflecting back to our first episode. Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> And here we are, fast forward to six months later, and things have settled. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The dust has settled, and yeah, it's it's different. I mean, I still like being here. I definitely don't regret my decision. You know, I went back home recently um, and saw everybody, and that felt really nice, but Mm -hmm. it also helped... Um, you know, just confirm that I am where I need to be, you know, mm-hmm. so I have no regrets about leaving. It's just, but there also can exist that it feels kind of weird, you know, like get, adjusting to like not having your family or your community or yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I, I think that's so real, especially because you're so close to your family and is this the longest you've lived when how long did you lived in San Francisco for like eight months before it was four months but it felt like eight months okay so for some reason in my head I'm always like it's eight months you've told me it was four months a hundred times yeah so this is the longest that you've been like sort of away from your family in Oregon as an adult I know that as a child as a teen you lived in a teen. Oh my God. Oh God I, <laughs> I sound a thousand years old, but as a teenager, you lived in California for a bit with your dad. Yeah. But like, yeah, this is, it's, it's really hard that first, like long-term permanent or semi-permanent away from the family and community is so hard. Yeah. It's really lonely. I don't know if that's what you've been, like, I remember when I first moved to Portland all those years ago, <laughs> I used to go to Walgreens to walk around just to be someplace that looked familiar Oh, because, you know, every, like every yeah. Walgreens looks the same inside. And I was like, so I was glad I left Phoenix, but I was so lonely and so confused about what I was doing. And I literally would just go like walk up and down every aisle of Walgreens like, <laughs> trying not to cry and then go yeah. sit in my car and cry. So it's like, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. I've, I'm, I think... I didn't, uh, didn't really think about it. You know, like yeah. I haven't really thought about it. It's interesting because I haven't thought about it, but I felt it, but I didn't uh-huh. make the connection. You know what I mean? Cause I don't like, it's weird. Cause I don't miss any, like, I don't have like this longing to go back there. You know, of course I miss my family, but I don't like miss them. Like I'm homesick. I doesn't feel yeah. like that to yeah. me. Like I know what homesick feels like. And that doesn't, it's not that, um, I think it's just like this, this like transition, Mm -hmm. like this adjustment of, of finding my new place or Mm -hmm. I don't know, like I don't feel lonely, which is good, (laughs) but I also feel, I also, sometimes I feel like I don't feel anything, you know? Uh Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> When's the last time you felt that way? Like just recently, like in even when we were in Mexico, we just went to Mexico recently, yeah. and I felt super checked out. But I also think that I was just really overwhelmed with mm-hmm. everything and trying to make sense of how I was feeling and just like overthinking everything. So, mm-hmm. but God, sometimes that's the scariest. Like the nothing, where you're just like, where's my, where's the light? Yeah. Oh, well, don't know. Whatever. Don't care. <laughs> There's no, nothing. Yeah. Um, it's scary, but then also since you feel nothing, you're like, it's sort of, the way I've experienced that at least, I don't know if this would, is the same for you. It's almost like you're a passenger just observing mm-hmm. and feeling like numb. So it's like numb, like sort of distant observation, but then also this feeling of like, I know this is probably bad yeah but I also don't know if I care yeah like I haven't felt (laughs) like in this world Uh uh-huh you know like it's just I 
I can see, like, even when I'm at work, I see people's behaviors and I see people clocking in and out. And I just am like, I feel like I'm watching a movie. I feel like I'm watching like a simulation, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And I'm just like, what is this? You know, it's, it's weird. Um, I I don't know what that's all about, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely been times where, um, like I'm here and I should want to go out and do things and I have, it's not like I haven't. Yeah. You're not like a homebody, but I think lately it's just, maybe it's the turn of the seasons too. Mm -hmm. I get this way, but I didn't know if, you know, because it's in California, there's really no, it doesn't get like dark and I mean, it does get dark, but it's not like rainy and gloomy like it is in Portland right now, you know? Yeah. But I can feel the change. Yeah, I think it's a hard... Well, I've been... We've been friends now for like seven or eight years. And I do... There is something about fall for you. Because yeah. like, I can remember... Well, last fall, we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but like a lot of things happened that were really hard mm-hmm. in your life. And I remember other falls, like there is some... There is like a seasonal pattern to this maybe. yeah. And then now you're in a new place. Yeah. That's like sort of unlivable. (laughs) I love so many things about LA, but fuck, this city is unlivable. Yeah. It's really hard. It's hard. Um, And it's expensive and it's like, it's a city that you can't win. Yeah. Which I like and don't, but it's like, of course that like empty free fall feeling is going to come back in a in a setting like this yeah and then you're only the other thing I was thinking about is like you're also only one you're out from losing basically your mother-in-law yeah in the fall yeah um we're only two years out from everything that happened in 2020 yeah which sometimes I'm like have any of us ever like like just fully processed all the stress of that. Like there's a lot of accumulated stress going on here. Yeah. And then you can like mask that in a familiar environment. Right. Like Portland where we were very comfortable. Yeah. And when, now that we're not when I, you know, maybe things that used to be easier to ignore can't be ignored. Cause it's like, everything's been like dumped out of the box and thrown into the air. Yeah. Have you felt that with, this uh, second year of Joe's passing, have you felt? Yeah, maybe different or well, maybe yes. It still makes me sad, and I, but I think, and it's still hard. Many days, um, and I feel like there's like well, what actually I think has been going on for me is before uh, before he died. I had a lot of things that I was working on within myself and a lot of like really old abandonment wounds and like childhood wounds that I was working on healing. Mm -hmm. And um, that work had made a lot of progress, but it wasn't done. Mm -hmm. And then he died. And then it was obviously all, all my attention went to recovering from that loss and recovering from that trauma. Mm -hmm. If you want to know the story of this, go back to season one, episode 10, because we're not rehashing it here, but it was a very traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like the other stuff that I was needing to work on Mm -hmm. was still sitting there waiting for me. Yeah. Um, it didn't get, it didn't go away while I dealt with this acute issue. And so that's what I kind of felt like got really loud for me Mm -hmm. moving here yeah because moving when moving here meant like moving in with Santi my partner um which was a big step for both of us and uh like really exciting and now things have leveled out and we're in this like we're actually in a really nice place right now. Mm -hmm. Like we're in this beautiful kind of groove together, but a lot of my old abandonment fears and insecurities and like jealousies, Mm -hmm. jealous feelings and just like worries got like really like shaken up and stirred around. Of course, because like 
the stakes are so high now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and so I kind of found all of that just still sitting there waiting mm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind that of came to a, it came, it just came to a head in August and I was like, fuck, okay. Like this is, this is really getting on top of me in a way that I don't like or feel good about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess it's time to return to this, return to this work, which pisses me off always because like you, I always want to think like, oh, I already did this. Yeah. You know, it's like, I already did this. I already worked on this. Yeah. And then it's like, it's still there. I still have to do more work on it. And that, um, my first reaction to anything that touches on that particular like wounding is anger so I was like angry I was like fuck I'm feeling this way again fuck this Mm -hmm. fuck me fuck everybody that ever hurt me fuck getting better yeah I maybe I should just run away and get my own apartment and chain smoke cigarettes and like go (laughs) have casual sex with people like you know just like all my most like toxic angry reactions came out which of course I don't feel that way it's a defense mechanism but that that's all what got like stirred up that's what's gotten stirred up for me in this move. So it's not so much like year two grief stuff. It's kind of like all of the work that has, and the parts of me that have been like patiently waiting their turn to fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> They've been waiting for the last two years yeah. to be allowed to come back out to overwhelm me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Cause this is a whole new, like you and Santi living together. That's, fucking new moving yeah. to a new city like everything's so new and then so it makes sense that your things would come up for you yeah um those other things that you have to deal with and, and face and yeah you're yeah. both like adjusting to a new environment and so yeah yeah but I got back in therapy in, good. at the end of August and it's been really helpful and I like joined a women's group that my old therapist oh, from nice. Portland is running. Um, and that's been helpful. And like my um reactive behavior and my like lashing out kind of tendencies have really gone down. So like it was a good reminder to me that therapy is helpful mm-hmm. and it's nice to like it's nice to have that hour of time every week to work with it. But yeah, yeah. there have been moments where I'm like, whoa, this is I'm not doing as well as I, as I feel like I should be by now. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> Which, what is that? Like, why do we put that on? Like as well as I should be as well as we should like, why do we I put don't that know on because all those people are telling us things. <laughs> I always say all these people, that, who are <laughs> these mean, fucking people that put this pressure? I mean, the voices us. in your it's head. Yeah. It's you and me, yeah. like your own self is like, has like these, expectations or these timelines or whatever um yeah it's it's been interesting yeah <laughs> I love the all these people and I'm like wait who and you're like oh the me the in my head. <laughs> all of those people yeah yeah I mean it's it hasn't been easy right for mm-hmm. and then everything's new and different and not in a bad way, though, you know? No, like, the, like, a lot of it's really been wonderful. And yeah. there's a lot of learning that's come with it. But it's, I mean, I think you said this um, back in August when I was, like, telling you about, like, something that had happened and how I was feeling embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, look, this is a new place. Everything's confusing. Everything's overwhelming. Yeah. And you're just, you're just responding to that. Like you can cut yourself some slack. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I can cut myself some slack. (laughs) Also, I should get back into therapy. And so I did, I am trying to do both, like acknowledge where there's work to do and do it. And also like hold myself, um, with gentleness. Yeah. Yeah. As hard as that is. Cause I love to Talk, Talk shit, shit to yourself. To myself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know. We all do. We're all just like, shut up, you stupid piece of shit. Stop being stupid. Stop being dumb. Um, but yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to touch on that just because, um, oh my God, my mind is going blank. See, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. I feel like. 
I need therapy. I've been looking for a therapist, mm-hmm. but I just haven't like, I just haven't, you know, executed anything. And that's what I'm finding lately of having a hard time. Like there's a lot of thinking going on, yeah. you know, and I'm yeah. like, here we go again. This is very familiar to me. Um, I've done a lot. I feel like I've done a lot of work, but here we go again. This is like the same fucking shit. A lot of the overthinking, a lot of like, Again, I just want to fucking pack my shit up and bounce out and live in Bali forever. And you know what I mean? I'm like, our, both of our reaction is to run away from home. Like a little kid packing up like a, a tiny Mickey Mouse backpack. <laughs> I'm in run away. Yeah. And then yeah. like do whatever the fuck I want, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but wherever you go, there you are, people. Exactly. Wherever you go, there you are. Exactly. You know? And like, what am I running away from? You know, like, but in my head, like I'm, I'm starting to play those scenarios out again, mm-hmm. like, um, not being able to get settled into a job because I don't want to do this. I don't want to work. I don't want, you know, like acting like a fucking brat, you know, like I don't have to work like the rest of us <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well, I think that is fair. None of us should have to work as hard as we do. And let's just be like. I mean, obviously, like, yes, you have to earn a living somehow, but let's acknowledge that you worked as a healthcare worker with no work from home or anything through the entire pandemic and through, like, the the day after, two days after Joe died, you went back to work. Yeah. Like, you might just be, like, professionally burned out because of the fact that you work in healthcare- and it's 2022 and we're like almost 2023 and like 20, the last two years have been hell for yeah. healthcare workers. I'm definitely burnt out. Yeah. For sure. Which is like, but then I also like my, my logical mind is like, no, right now you got a good gig, you know, like yeah. stay with it. You need a job. Obviously, you know, like everything is lining up pretty perfectly, but my mind you know, is not. It's so hard hard when we get to that burnout stage. Yeah. um, To recover just by like willing ourselves to recover. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think about what actually is happening, like what actually happens to the nervous system to get to that point. And like it, as much as it frustrates me, because I would love to be able to talk shit to myself and then become instantly productive. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work because, like, of, like, the biology of what has happened yeah, yeah. To, the, to the nervous system. Right. I saw this meme the other day. Maybe I'll find it and put it on the page, but it was a picture of a brain and then, like, all the nerves attached to oh, it, like, yeah, laid yeah, out on a table. Right. I think Jessica posted yes, it. Yes. But it was like, this creature lives inside your brain and controls <laughs> your body. You and do. I was like, oh, it does. It's not yeah. fair. And that nervous system hygiene, like... You can't get out from under oh it. Oh my god! And it was just like this. It looked like a creature. And I was it like, did. Well, you just tell this little shit to like fucking just go. Shut the Leave fuck me alone. Up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, because it's it's intense. It does look like a little alien. It does. That, it sort of blew my mind thinking about it. I know. Like what that is. It does look like a, an alien that's just in our bodies, <laughs> like controlling, like driving oh these meat suits around. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's like. You ever just get fucking tired of it, though? Like, I'm tired of healing. I'm tired yes. of, like... Yes. <laughs> that's so real. Like, that's why I think it's, like... That's why I think that we titled this It's Fine. <laughs> like, it's so real to be, like, I'm tired. Yeah. I need to be in recovery for my recovery. Yeah. I'm tired of working on this shit. I'm, like, I'm tired of, like, having to, like... You know how much shit I listen to? I listen to so much shit all the fucking time. We all know this (laughs) motivational shit, like a lot of stuff to like try to rewire my brain and like just understand it all. And then like there's days I'm like, I'm just tired of like, like wanting to like ill or, or I don't know, you know, I totally, totally know. And (laughs) I I just lay there and not do anything for days on end. Yes. Oh my God. I saw this girl. I'll send it to you talking about like, I think what I want to do with my life is lay. (laughs) (laughs) Just lay. I was like, that's me and Rena. That sounds very nice. But I don't know, like, and then maybe this is weird coming from a therapist, but I don't think that it's like, I think it's okay to 
be like sick of having to do the work, sick yeah. of having to heal. I think one thing that sort of freaks me out about some people in like the motivational, like inspirational space is they like present themselves and therapists do this too, like healing her work Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. people can present themselves as like the finished product of all of this like healing that they've done yeah and i'm like bitch no i know that you also binge eat totino's party pizzas when you're sad (laughs) and like there isn't there's not a destination to it which is like comforting and exhausting Mm -hmm. um i know it's but it's hard uh, when it's like i did like i'm not a finished product and i won't be till i die yeah um I don't and think that's there's like, like a, lot a destination. Of yeah. It's just like a every fucking day. I know. And it does feel unfair. <laughs> and then it is like, you do feel like, and you just feel like it's like, why do every I day, have to do so you're much? to wake up and be like, it's going to be a good day today. I love myself. I love everything around me. I'm so grateful for this and that and this. It's like the toxic positivity. Yes, 100%. Because isn't it okay to wake up and be like, today's going to be a shit day. What can I do to get through, get through it? Or what can I do to make to like, uh, sometimes I wake up and ask, what can I do to make today bearable? Mm -hmm. Um, what can I do to get through today? Yeah. And that's what I do. Well, it's like, because that's what I do. Because if (laughs) I try to make everything a great day, great day, not a good day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to pass out from exhaustion maybe that's my problem every like, day i'm like put the earphones in my ear it's gonna be a great day today. it's fine everything is fine yeah, but, that's, but it's not I'm like, like, I'm that's not so, fine. i think that's why i, I like do this. that's why like i love it's fine as like a catchphrase right because like the whole point of this podcast is to talk about like the things that aren't fine like not masking over yeah. it yeah so, I mean, uh, there are days where I wake up, I'm like, oh, like, I actually think that, like, I feel really good today. Like, today I think is going to be a good day. Yeah. Um, but some days I wake up and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like, okay. Like, Monday, I had massive anxiety the whole day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I canceled what could be canceled, which was just two 30-minute meetings. It really didn't help that much. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what can you do to just, I wanted to cancel more things, but I really didn't feel that I could because it was therapy appointments for clients who probably also had anxiety and like deserved their therapist to be there for them. I was like, what can you do? Like, what can you do to triage the day? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that that's the question and I think it's okay. Like, what can you do to just triage this day? And tomorrow will probably be better, but today is not going super cool mm-hmm. and that's okay it yeah. doesn't have to be like it's actually okay to be like it's not fine but i do have some responsibilities i have to fulfill yeah, so totally how are we gonna get that done i think the biggest is like the resistance factor yeah. when we resist the, the the need and the feelings of like i don't want to do anything today or i feel like shit i feel sad but then we resist that and then we're in even more turmoil because yeah you know like you're not giving yourself that time and that space to like let that shit go through you you yeah. know and like nope it's gonna be fine I, it's like have grad do a gratitude meditation you know what i mean and just like Which, yeah like if you are feeling grateful otherwise you're just lying <laughs> i know um it's funny, like, I even feel that resistance right now because I also, like, there's a part of me that feels this urge to be like, but everybody, don't worry. Like, we are doing super great here in L.A. And, like, everything really is fine. Like, my life is good and my relationship's good and my job is good. Those things are all true. Like, yeah. all, like almost every day those things are true. But yes. I do, like, it's so funny that we're talking about this and, like, feel this part of me that wants to, like, Justify not something. have people think that I'm, like, cracking up over here. Because it yeah. really is, like... it it's manageable stuff. It's just like, that's the real, I don't know. That's the real, that's the truth about living with like trauma and mental health challenges. Totally. It's not always going to be fine. Yeah. It's not what you see like on the gram all the time, you know? And what I read, you know, recently or whatever was like when you, when 
you know that two things can exist like that brings like you peace you know so I find peace in knowing that yes everything on paper looks super great like I'm doing fine I'm not fucking you know we're not homeless we have food like you know what I mean like I do get up and go to work every day I'm not like like in that context like living your life with responsibility day to day that's all great we're I'm still with my partner like all the things everybody's healthy love it but then like we can't ignore um like our mental health you know like Mm -mm. and lie to ourselves because both things can exist like it's okay Mm -hmm. and I think even if we're gonna like put a spin on it like what is it to feel good you know like I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. 
or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Can feeling, could it also feel like, what did I, I was, again, I listened to so much shit. Somebody said like, just being melancholy and being able to sit in that melon, being, you know, being able to sit in it felt good. Totally. Well, be without a, feeling the yes. pressure to get out of it. Yes. Like the permission and the ability to like actually just feel your feelings and mm-hmm. sit with that shit feeling. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Like when I have clients that are like, I felt really sad this week and I just felt it. I'm like, mm-hmm. bow, 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 bow. <laughs> like yeah. air horn, happy celebration of that versus like, I felt sad this week. So I disassociated for the last seven days. Mm-hmm. Like I want people to feel their feelings even when they're bad. Yeah. Or even when they like don't feel good. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like in this fucking society that like, I know forces us to get up and go to work every fucking day. I'm just like, Oh my God, why? I need a break. Like I need a mental health day, mental health week, mental health. Yes. Surviving capitalism is trash. Yeah. I hate it. I do too. And that's why I have like this, like, I don't want to work attitude. Yeah. But I also want to be able to have the lifestyle. I do want that I money. Have. I just don't want to work for it anymore. Yes, hundred percent. But I do like enjoy helping others and being service to others. You know, yeah. It is. It's hard when you're burned out, though. Like I've been yeah. feel. I've been feeling that more than I ever have. I really like and admire and and honored to be working with all of my clients mm-hmm. but the level of like exhaustion that I feel is also super real yeah <laughs> and it's hard to hold those things yeah together yeah like I, ha- I feel I'm like but. I don't want to work but then when I'm with certain when I'm with clients I'm like well I do want to work with you mm-hmm. but I don't want to work yeah so that doesn't make sense I can't make that make sense yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to work but I but I like you and I want to keep helping you, but fuck working. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, there's no conclusion to that. It's just the trap. And I also, I wonder, I wonder how much of this is like us being like truly midlife, like, or at mm-hmm. least like mid working life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. I'm 39, you're 42. Two. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. We've both been working since like the earliest age you can get a job. Yeah. And we both know that we have probably like 20 or a no, few more years to don't go. Say it. Yeah. That's when I think about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, like that. And like, midlife crisis is real. Mm-hmm. And it, like, we're not married, we don't have kids, but like, we might just be having. Those are not the only reason that people have midlife crises. Yeah. And we might just be in that space of like, I've already done so much work mm-hmm. internally and externally. Yeah. Why should I like, and then really there's more. I to go. Like, How much more, more can I give? 20 more years <laughs> until I can just live my dream of sitting next to a, a pool in Palm Springs no. for the rest of my life. Oh my gosh. I refuse to wait 20 more years for that I know. shit. I'm trying to figure out a way to make it not happen. But realistically, yeah. like I grew up like working class family. Now I'm like middle class. It, I, especially in LA, like very middle class, yeah. like not even approaching upper middle with the cost of living here. And yeah. like no safety net for my family. Like realistically, like, yeah, I'm going to be working mm-hmm. for a long time. And that is like, that does depress me. Mm-hmm. I actually feel really, I need to open this next drink. <laughs> open it up. We're on to the second one, y'all. This is the episode. That this makes me, is the episode. That makes me feel so bummed out. <gasps> oh my gosh, I know. And then it I, sucks. <sighs> but then, then there's yeah, a flip side of that, right? Like, I, I tried not working for mm. three months and I hated it. Yeah, I just wish it could be a balance. And I also feel like a whiny little bitch even vo- vocalizing this because I'm, I know that I'm lucky to have the kind of work life that I have and it is actually pretty balanced. And mm-hmm. I think of my my dad doing fucking manual labor yeah. in the hot Arizona sun. He doesn't lord this over me, but I just think of it like... For all those years to just try to provide for us. And, like, I'm sure he didn't want to do that. And I'm sure it's 
was a lot fucking harder than me yeah. signing into <laughs> Zoom. So I also, I feel like a whiny little bitch. I know, I, I do. Know I feel answer. like a brat sometimes yeah. too when I'm like, but then maybe because we don't have any children, they're like, who are we working for? I know. Oh, we have, we're working for ourselves to like, but like, so, but we yes. all are notorious for not really taking good care of ourselves. I know. Like, <laughs> Earlier, <laughs> before we hit record, I was like, I don't know why I feel so tired all the time. Maybe I need more vitamin D. And then I was listing off to you, like everything yeah. I did this week. And I was like, oh, that's why you're tired. Yeah. Bitch. You we don't go out too much. Take care of ourselves in that way. There's no so boundaries. I'm like, so when I'm working, I'm like, I literally, I'm trying to do so much better. And I just signed up for life insurance. <laughs> yes. That was like a slap in the face because I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't have anybody to take care of me when I get older. Or yeah. there won't be, I do, I will need long-term care. That long-term care and insurance is really nice to I'm have. like, oh my gosh, because we don't have children. And so... So I need to work for my future self. Yes. I guess that's where it comes down to. I need to like refocus my attention to that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and stop being a little brat because I commute fucking 10 minutes in LA to like one of the top hospitals in the, in the fucking country. <laughs> when you did the life insurance process, was it like, because I have the, we have the same financial advisor, like we, yeah. I did the same thing. It was a brutal process for me because of the mental health diagnosis that I have that now I disagree with, but because it's like, because bipolar two is considered so high risk, Uh I did go through like multiple, um, like psychological testing, um, assessments and multiple like psychological interviews basically to like reassure the life insurance people. I wasn't going to kill myself. Am I going to do that? Well, no, you would know by now or like, okay. Yeah. You're just drawing my blood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was really like, I hated it. It made me, it felt, I was so angry and I felt yeah. so stigmatized. And I remember talking to the guy and being like, I've never been suicidal. And like, you can see in my health records that I never have been. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, well, statistically speaking. And I was just like, I hate this. Oh my gosh. So well, and it's like, so like private, I feel like and personal and yeah. it's just insurance people. I know, but know? they will request all your medical records. I know. It's really annoying. I was like, what? It's so invasive. <laughs> it is invasive. Sorry, this is a weird tangent about <laughs> insurance, but it just like, it's pertinent, I think. And just the way that like, it's another reason to say that everything's fine. Yeah. And fucking lie about it. Yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, shit. Um, yeah, so that's happening. But I feel better that I'm gonna have take care of myself in that way. And yeah. so I think it's all about reframing it, right? Of like taking care of ourselves better. It's yeah. so hard to do, right? We all are we all have this issue, I feel like. We can all take care so. of our friends, our family, our loved ones, like speak to them, you know, much better than we speak to ourselves, you know, but it's, it's crazy, but I'm going to talk to that creature. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Your parasite, also known as your brain and your nervous system. (laughs) (sighs) I think there is something too about the, like, the frustration about like, oh, I already, I already did this. Like, it's just done this. And then it's like, what I try to remind myself is like, you've already done a layer of this. And then the work of like self-retrieval, like the work of soul retrieval, mm-hmm. I think require like, I think of it as like a descent into the underworld and then a return. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, one of my favorite Greek, Greek myths is um, Demeter and Persephone and like, Persephone gets captured and stolen to the underworld by Hades. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think about that, like, cycle of, like, uh, going to the underworld and then the return and then going back and then the return. Like, every time you go back down to that, like, space of, like, there's work to do and retrieval of self to do, like, you get more tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you can, like, use those when you're back top side you can yeah. use them the next time you have to go through a cycle like it does build on itself it's not starting from the very beginning yeah. of where you started so i've found that 
comforting in this like new pass through this like new pass through therapy. Yeah. Which by the way, I procrastinated forever. Like when we moved, I was like, I need to get a therapist. And then it took me reaching basically a point of like breakdown and like acting out in some pretty toxic ways to be like, Oh no, you like actually really like have to do this. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny how like the progress is way quicker now with this new Mm -hmm. therapist than Mm -hmm. it was you know, three or four years ago when I was starting with Magda or like seven years ago when I was starting with my best friend forever, Doug, Mm -hmm. my old, my old, old therapist. Mm -hmm. Cause there's a groundwork laid and I have tools and I have knowledge and I know what the descent feels like. And I know the way back. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, you know, wherever you're at right now, like you do know the way back. You've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I've, I've, um, said that to myself yeah. definitely many times <laughs> you know I even wrote like in one of my notes because there's one night I was feeling a really low <laughs> like you know those those yeah. thoughts you know really low and I'm just like I wrote in there every day is rebirth just hold on yeah. you know but like just go to sleep wake up and you'll be reborn like yes. you don't like every day is rebirth every day you start anew like so just like hang on kind of thing don't make any fucking crazy decisions or anything like like it just like allow yourself just know that there there is a way back and you'll and yeah so um but yeah I mean I feel like even just talking about all of this I'm like yes I'm sorry (laughs) y'all I need a therapist this is a therapy session for me I mean, it's fair that you don't have one. It's exhausting to restart with someone. Oh, yes, because then I just like, as you were saying that, I was literally thinking of all the fucking layers and layers and layers and layers of shit that I would have to like explain, explain again. And what I've been through in the last two years with Joe and Bella and just like a lot of other things, you know, I'm just like, like a lot of grief and life changes and then having to like talk about it again, even though I live through it every fucking day, like it's just daunting, you know, it is and so it, exhausting. Yes. Um, yes. But I know I need to do it. Well, and a good one won't be like t- need everything right away. Yeah. You know, like they just want, like I tell my new clients that all the time, how much, like how much do you feel like you can tolerate me knowing now mm-hmm. and let's find the other stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. Like it's, but I also like on the, but as a client, like when I started with my current therapist, I was like, um, okay, we have 50 minutes. I'm going to have to talk fast. There's a lot of stuff. I just, it, there's no way to make it sound good. And I just want you to know that this is not what I'm here to work on, but you need to know it <laughs> like the death and all of that stuff. Yeah. I was like, I've actually, I was like, there's actually a lot of stuff I need to work on that this has eclipsed. Yeah. So I'm going to get it all out in this session. And I know I sound defensive and I'm sure it's, I know it still affects me, but I've worked on it and. There's no way to make it pretty, so bleh, here it all is. <laughs> I just because I just wanted to get it over with, and then I was like, if you want to know anything else, you can do it. I'll do a release of information. You can call my old therapist. I don't want to work on this right now. I want to work on my abandonment mm-hmm, issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know, someone dying in front of you contributes to, but it's not the main thing. It's not yeah. the main reason those issues exist. And I'm like, please, please don't make me keep working on this thing that has consumed the, I like I'm sick of it. Yeah. I don't want it to be my personality. Right. I don't want it to be what we work on in therapy. But so I totally get you where it's like, can I, or I was like, can I just like download my brain and then stick it in your brain and then you can know it and we don't have to like do this intake. I know. (laughs) Like I just want to put, and I think that's healthy though to like put things in boxes. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to deal with everything all at the same time. Cause then I just feel like this fucking tsunami coming if I thought that that's going to happen. I'm like, Oh, it started when I was three, you know, like fucking a, um, but like just to like separate them out or whatever. Um, yep. And a good, a good, the right therapist will be able to help you figure out which box to go into and mm-hmm. isn't going to rush you to have everything in the, like out there in the first appointment. Yeah. Um, which I know, you know, and I'm also saying for listeners, even though I forgot that we were recording for people because it's such an intimate, it's just us <laughs> I know, talking. I know. But, you know, when you feel that intimidation, like a good therapist will 
not need all the gory details in the first 53 minutes. That's Mm -hmm. not even possible. Our stories are, everyone's story is so detailed with so much to it. Like take the boxes out one by one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm going to look into that and try to get a therapist. Um, because yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I can see my old like patterns coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I know that also means that I have some tools, you know, to help me like sift through them and whatever, recognize my behaviors and shit like that. (laughs) I love how you rolled your eyes with that because I do this. It's like a part of me that's like, she just wants to like dump lighter fluid out <laughs> flick a match like light the cigarette from the flames and just, like stand, like there's yeah. a part of me that's very just that well it's the part that holds the old patterns that loves it yeah loves to feel bad and rolls her eyes so much at the part of me that's like we're gonna use our skills today <laughs> like, okay nerd i don't wanna <laughs> yeah so i get it oh yeah it's hard it is it is um but you know everything's not fine (laughs) y'all everything's not fine it's not fine it'll be okay eventually yeah eventually it will be more fine yeah but right now no it's hard yeah a lot of ups and downs like i was telling megan the other day i feel like i'm bobbing in the ocean yeah just like bobbing away (laughs) some some highs some lows you know but I will say that I did restart my medication. Okay. So, is it so, helping? I don't know. It's been a week. It's only been a week. Yeah. Well, we'll and see. I can feel some of the some of the uh, loudness kind of going away. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. The static. I yeah. can start. I can sense that is lessening. I know it's only been a week, but I feel it lessening. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm just like reaching for straws here. <laughs> or is that even a saying? Yeah, grasp, yeah grasping, grasping at straws. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Because uh, well, I feel for the most part, I know who I am. Yes, you do. And I know I have, and maybe that's why I struggle so hard too. It's because like I know who I am, I know where I want to be, and it's like getting there. How do you get from A to M, yeah. right? It's not A to B. It's, no, it's yeah. like, how do I, and then, but I also know that all of that, all of this is part of the whole fucking journey, yeah. you know? Like, you can't get there without going through this, so there's like, just settle into this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. stop resisting it, and the ambivalence that I feel every day, and like, am I doing, there's just a lot of questions, you know, what do I want to do? I feel very restless, but I get that way when I, <laughs> you know, when I, yes, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to just I like to figure out why I get so restless and, um, why I can't settle in, you know? I don't know. Cause I, I got the either. same, I've got the same issue in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it's part of why I'd like do therapy part-time and then do consulting. So I never am fully committing to a job. Yeah, I feel like so, I never commit to yeah. I never fully commit to anything. And I feel like yeah. it's because one of the reasons is I like like I like maybe I don't like it, but I don't I feel uncomfortable when things are like smooth. Steady state. Steady. I yeah, feel like totally. this is bored. What this is not not like even if I start something, I am really quick to like not finish it or Whatever. Like, I'll, yeah. You know, like, I just don't like, I like sabotage and shit. I don't know. I like things hard. It makes me like a challenge. I like just a challenge. Doing like, doing But then I don't like mode. a challenge at the same time. Does yeah. that make sense? It like, makes total sense to me. And part of it, part of it is a trauma response and like being used to things being unstable and uncertain. Mm-hmm. So stability feels uncomfortable and unsafe. Mm-hmm. And then part of it also, like, I also don't think that everything on the, I don't think every personality trait is a trauma response. <laughs> yeah. So, but some of it is, right? Yeah. Um, I can have sort of the same thing sometimes where I'm like, stability feels unsafe because to me, stability means that someone's about to pull the rug out from under me mm-hmm. or trick me mm-hmm. or 
I'm missing something that I should be seeing. I'm about to be made a fool of. Yeah. Those are things, patterns I'm working to undo. So that is trauma. Yeah. But then also, like, some of it is just, like, some people have personalities that, like, seek more novelty. Yeah. So it's, like, one part I'm personality, one part trauma. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. But I feel you. Like, stability is frightening. Although I am learning that, like, stability, like, relational stability, at least, is really, can also be really nice and doesn't have to be scary. Yeah. If you can just trust it and not sabotage it. Yeah. <laughs> not, yes. Not start weird fights. Like why, the fights about why are you being so nice to me? Not just I know what's going on here. Yeah. What are you hiding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think there's definitely a lot of truth in that as far as the, you know, the stability thing goes. Um, but I am a seeker and I just, I just feel like there's more for me and, that's why I sit and I'm like ponder what that is, but I could just feel it. I just yeah. have a knowing, and I just I don't know what it is, but um, and that also is probably true. Like, there's more. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this pod, though, yo, like I know, you, I feel like the season has been tough. Yeah, it has really underestimated how. Um, or took for granted living one minute away from each other. I don't know how people do it when they're like making, um, when they're like making podcasts with people that live in like other countries. Yeah. Like, how do you? Well, you just do it. zoom you just it. Zoom, but that doesn't have the same energy. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. And I don't. That's not how we started, and that's not how we're going to continue it. No. So, so I really just want to appreciate everybody's patience yeah, through this whole yes. season because I know that we've kind of backed off on. You know, every doing it every Tuesday, yeah. and then also kind of backed off on the promoting of things. You we know, just can't keep up um, right now, as you can tell from this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but this is us being fucking real with you, yeah. and that's what we do here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and this is why this episode is also on a delay. <laughs> Yes, coming right. Out. Oh yeah, because it is this one's late. Sorry, but I didn't want to rush it like yeah. before going on our trip. I didn't yeah. want to be like, let's just push it to out to push it out because I like putting something out to keep to a schedule. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and. What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't know, that doesn't feel like what this is even... Um, yes, the schedule is important, but yeah. like just producing something just to have it done right? as a checkbox, I don't... I hate feeling like that. Like Same. I hate when it's like, this is a checkbox. Like it's something that we have to do instead of something that like has like inspiring energy behind it. Yeah. I mean, I hope you guys feel inspired by this yeah. episode. Did we just like bring it? <laughs> we just bomb yeah. everybody out? Maybe. Okay. We have to find a way to end on an uplifting note. And, okay. like, but you know, this just like peek behind the curtains. Like we've, we are both just adjusting to living in a vastly different place yeah. It's meant changes, obviously, for our every aspect of our lives, including mm-hmm. the podcast. Like, we just, we don't live one minute away from each other anymore. Yeah. We're overwhelmed people. It's hard to schedule, blah, blah, But, like, there's just been a lot of things asking for time. Yeah. Totally. But, I mean, we but, don't, I mean, we've, this is how we are on this pod. We haven't yeah. been this way on the pod since first season, yeah. when we had a lot of sad episodes, okay? <laughs> Fuck. Um, oh, man, we were so, so sad. Yeah. Um, so this is good. This is much needed. And I feel like it's everything, you I know? So. Um, it's okay to, to feel ambivalent or feel sad or f- confused. And, you know, like, I think yeah. all of these things are okay. And it's okay to share that. Um uh so thank you for listening <laughs> yeah we appreciate you and i will say if you're feeling 
ups and downs of life or you're bobbling in an ocean right now, like Rita is, that's okay. If you can't catch your breath, that's okay. We are all just doing our best and recovering from like massive societal change and upheaval. Yeah. Which is just not even being acknowledged or talked about anymore. Right. I know we're trying to wrap up, but I actually like just a couple weeks ago was texting with a friend at, um, and was like, do you miss the early days of the pandemic? Not the death and destruction. Yeah. Or of course, like I wish that I wish the whole thing had never happened. It's been so devastating mm-hmm. for so many people. But that moment when everything slowed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was nice. <sighs> I miss it. I miss it. And like, and then we I feel like we all adjusted to this like slower pace. And then it was like zzz, yeah. Just right back to normal. Back and to I fucking like, work. So I think we all have whiplash about that. And so anyway, all that to say, if you're struggling right now. Yeah, you're definitely you're not, not alone. alone. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and like therapy can help, but it's okay if you need a, if you're also like frustrated with it and wanting a break. Yeah, yeah. I feel like just I mean for me, I can't have to tell myself just to stop resisting, you mm-hmm. know, like the resistance is only making it worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's okay. You don't have to be a certain way. You don't have to be fine. You know, like it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to have a day and take a day, yes. take days, whatever. You know, like this again is your life and you're the only one that has to live inside your head and listen to yourself and your thoughts. And, um, but be kind to yourself yes. and know that every day is a rebirth and, you know, and just, it doesn't have to be fine. It doesn't have to be fine. You can triage the day. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it feels fucking good just to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yes. cry. Yeah. Or just lay there all day and fucking binge Netflix. It just feels so yes. good. Today I even <laughs> I let myself take a nap instead of working out mm-hmm. and it felt really good. It was really needed. Good. Good. Yeah. So listen to your body. Listen to that little voice inside of you. Um yeah, we'll get through this. Yeah. We'll get through it. Well, we'll be back in two weeks for our last episode of the season. Yes. Um I guess I do again, like this dumb toxic part. Don't say that about her. <laughs> this part of me, she's not toxic or dumb, that like <laughs> wants people to know, like that things are like okay enough. Um, does want to share one piece of happy news? Yes, which is I have learned how to drive on the freeway in California. <laughs> the goal has been met. <laughs> so that was my one. <laughs> the other thing at this juncture in my life, I'm setting very realistic goals for myself. Like instead of like, I want to be one of Portland's 40 under 40, <laughs> which I was, and I was miserable. Now I'm just like, I want to learn how to drive on the freeway. You did it. I want to get on the 110 without crying. So yeah, I have achieved. That's awesome. I have achieved that goal. We talked about that on our first episode. Yes, so. I was taking surface Excellent. streets. God, it was taking me 90 minutes to get places. <laughs> oh, wait, and mom, our first episode, I was also talking about my goal is and to you, sing. And you are. And I am. I yeah. have sung, and I am singing <laughs> with the band. She's so. in a band. So, yeah. See, everything can exist at once, y'all. Yeah. So, everything. it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine, and it's also fine if you're not fine. Not being fine is fine. <laughs> not being fine is totally fine. <laughs> all right. Well, we would love to hear from you all. Um, we would love to hear how are you doing? Are you fine? Are you not fine? Do you feel fine about not being fine? It's okay, maybe. To, it's yeah. fine to not be fine. Totally. It's fine. <laughs> this is our book. It's fine to not be fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's just, it's just, dot, dot, dot. it's fine. It's just pictures of us screaming. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Well, this has been a great episode. <laughs> so much lighter now. Yes. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, if you want to reach out to us and um, where can they find us, Megan? They can find us at our Gmail account. Or email account, which is info at shdonttalk.com. And they can also find us on our Instagram. 
and our TikTok, but I don't know those handles. Yes, <laughs> I and refuse I haven't to even, learn. I haven't even fed the TikTok. Yet. <laughs> I know we haven't while. posted in a while, <laughs> but we still it. look at it. I feel like you have to feed it. I know. It's, it's like a living thing. Um, I haven't fed it. So anyway, it's shh, underscore don't talk about, about it pod. Yeah. Shh, underscore don't talk about it pod on the gram. Follow us there. We have a new episode coming out every other Tuesday or so. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> we are still really, we are still committed to this. We're just tired. And Definitely. We're going to take a little rest and come back in 2023. Yeah. With more energy, hopefully. Yes, indeed, y'all. All right. All right. Thank you, you so much. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>